0: You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast. Brent Kimball and Michael Anderson discuss all things living the gospel with those inside of the family of God and bringing the gospel to those outside of the family of God. Let's live Inside Out. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 70. Hey everyone and
1: welcome. (laughs) It's funny that you would misspeak like that. Michael Anderson.
0: It really is.
1: On the very day that on the podcast, I was going to talk about how people misuse words and phrases or say things incorrectly. And you start the podcast that way.
0: That's the type of connection we have. I just know where you're going. So I can... You just messed it up. Did you do it on purpose or was it subliminal? I I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what to say to start things off. Was it a Freudian slip? Must have been. It Whoa! Must have been. Okay.
1: What yeah. were you saying anyway?
0: Well, I was welcome. just trying to welcome everybody into this episode and gradually ease into it, but we just took a cannonball into the deep end here. So, um, yeah, dealing with grammar. I, I will say this though: I was having a conversation last night with somebody, and they were speaking to me very passionately, hmm. and they told me how frustrated they were. <laughs> And it just, it feels like somebody punches you. I mean, just, it just takes you out of wherever you were at. No, you know? I need to
1: know for real was, cause I, we had this conversation a while back about words that people say incorrectly. And your dear wife, Allison mm-hmm. said that she cannot stand it quote, like, I don't want to misrepresent her, but she said she, it was really going to kind of, um, can't stand it when she hears people say they try to say the word frustrated but they say frustrated yeah and I busted up laughing because (laughs) I have I at that moment had never heard somebody say that word that way and then all of a sudden within like a week and a half I heard it a couple of times from a couple of different people people that I didn't know but I heard them say it and I just I was laughing so here's my question for you okay so was this really actually a conversation where somebody was frustrated, and they were actually venting a little bit, and then they mispronounced the word?
0: Yeah, we were, we were. So our kids, our kids are playing basketball, and they're playing. That's taking place in school gymnasiums, and of course, we know it, as Washingtonians, we have some pretty tight restrictions as far as masking and stuff like that. Yes. So those are part of the rules that kids have to wear masks while they're playing, and so it was a it was a conversation about masks, and this individual was telling me how bothered they were by it and they said it's it's just so frustrating and I just did you keep a straight face I I did I did I'm pretty (laughs) (laughs) on the outside yes (laughs) on the inside not quite
1: so uh, let me ask you this okay so you refrained from laughing Mm -hmm. out of respect for this person who was truly frustrated yes They thought they were frustrated, but they were actually just frustrated. (laughs) But you refrain from laughing out loud. Yeah. Did you refrain from laughing out loud on accident or by accident? Which is it?
0: Oh man, this is tough. On accident. It's by accident.
1: Why is that?
0: On accident doesn't make any sense. Correct.
1: Because you can do things on purpose, but you can't, you can do something on purpose, but you can't do something on accident.
0: I got that right. Good.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Now you had mentioned these, um, restrictions within Uh the state of Washington because of COVID and all that. Um, is that similar to a statute of limitations or is it a is it a statue of limitations?
0: Well, that is a statute.
1: A statute of not limitations.
0: A, a statute. There's no okay. No sculpture of this anywhere. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I although I mean the Ten Commandments were those statutes and a statue because <laughs> mm, they carved into stone. <laughs> interesting thought that I've never had before. <laughs> Yes. Things that are going to keep you up at night now. That one you know?
1: won't. Other things do, but that <laughs> one won't. Um, yeah, so just having a little fun with that because this Sunday is um, this Sunday is kind of what I would call Christmas Sunday. Yep. It's the Sunday before Christmas, and um, we're continuing John's Gospel. And I'm going to have a little fun, I hope, at the beginning and use some phrases... And words that, um, oh, I'm gonna just do a little, I'll do a little teaching mm-hmm. and make sure no. that the people of City Point Church know better than to say things the way th- certain words and phrases are commonly said. Yes. The reality though is, I probably am as guilty as any other human being in this way. Yeah. And, um, but here's what's fun about it I, years and years ago, like two and a half decades ago when I was, well, it wouldn't have been quite two and a half decades ago, but in the late nineties, um, I was, a, a pastor and I had led, uh, a person to the Lord and, uh, his fiance mm-hmm. and I led them to the Lord and baptized them, performed their premarital, we- premarital counseling conducted their officiated their wedding Dedicated their children, dear friends, wonderful mm-hmm. people, right? They were both in education, and she was an English teacher. And okay. let me tell you, she was good. And I should say, is like she was a world class English teacher. And so she and I grew up in Buckley, Washington, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we didn't say Washington thanks be to god but i mean you know it's kind of a little hick town yeah and i think that it was pretty common to say things improperly yeah and i which i had picked up on but i as a teacher preacher public speaker i want to say things clearly accurately yeah. and so she gave me a couple of corrections which i appreciated very much she always did it with great tact and we had a good laugh but i told her i said listen if you hear me say something wrong more than once, mm-hmm. it's probably cause I don't know better. So would you please say something so I can improve? And so have you, I, I think I've improved some over the
0: years. So you've improved your grammar over the years, but have you ever like mixed up your words or said anything that was, Oh yes. Like I remember one time I was doing the broadcast here and I was talking about a, uh, a financial class that we were offering. And I was trying to say, it's going to help you manage your money. Mm -hmm. But what came out was it's going to help you you manage your manny. Yes.
1: Which if you've ever (laughs) managed your manny,
0: it's quite an experience. But immediately by Jesse sitting in the front row, she's the one person (laughs) I remember just cannot stop laughing. And at that point, I had to struggle through the rest of it. But at least it was in the broadcast. I don't think of...
1: I've said a couple of things improper. Um, My mind is racing right now because I know that in our vast listening audience, there are times when children are listening. Yes. And um, I don't want to say anything that would...
0: Oh, so you had, a, them. you had a major there's, slip. There's been some. Yeah, there's
1: been some. Yeah, I'll have to tell that story someday. Let's do that someday. Let's do a podcast um, that at least has okay. a few bloopers
0: in it. Okay. And so mark that down. Maybe sometime in 2022. It's coming up fast. And apparently we'll have to release it. It'll be the Inside Out podcast at night or something. We'll release it at 7 at yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll put
1: a PG-13 rating on it. Yeah, parental yeah. discretion is advised
0: yeah, there you go just to make ourselves seem edgy
1: whoa that's it
0: so earlier this week i had a chance to catch up with cassie hart our city point kids team lead we had a great conversation uh, about ministry here uh two children and a great conversation about who she is and what things she enjoys because oftentimes she's so invested in the kids ministry that she's not able to be in and around the adult gathering uh, as she builds and continues to grow that ministry and so it's a great opportunity for us to learn a little bit more about her uh, why children are important to her and what the vision of city point kids ministries is i really think you're going to enjoy the conversation we have a special guest with us on the Inside Out podcast today, none other than our City Point Kids team lead, Cassie Hart. Cassie, how are you doing today?
2: I am doing fantastic today.
0: I am really glad. You know what I realized? I need a new opening question. I ask that question to Brent every single week, and when I hear myself say it, I just think that's the lamest intro question ever. So I'm gonna, I'm going to just rewind and change it up a little bit. Is that okay? Can I ask that, you a different question? Yes, please do. So so you've been serving as the kids' team lead for how how long now has it been?
2: I think it's been about six months.
0: Okay, six months. Yeah. And obviously you're very invested in the hub, which is in a different building than the adults meet mm-hmm. and and as you begin in a new ministry, like there's a lot of hands on involvement, so you find yourself over there mm-hmm. Most of the time on Sundays. So there might be some people who are listening who don't know you very well. So that's what I want to ask you. Not how are you doing. We're going to get to know the real Cassie Hart. Can we do that?
2: That sounds good. Okay.
0: Okay. So what we want to know, not just me, but faithful listeners to the Inside Out podcast, what sort of things do you do for fun or during your spare time when you're not leading kids ministry team or homeschooling your children?
2: Well... There's not a lot of spare time outside of my family (laughs) as a mom, but I do a lot of things with my family and we like to do things outside when it's not sideways raining. Mm -hmm. So it's been a little less recently, but we like to hike. We like to go on bike rides. Okay. We like to play board games on those sideways raining days. Yes. Um, Movie nights. And our movie nights, when we do have them, consist of popcorn. And we put gummy bears in the popcorn. Really? Yes.
0: It, okay. I might have to try that. This is yeah. life hacks for parents right now. Uh, yeah.
2: It's just been a thing. We make popcorn. The kind that you actually watch it pop, you know, in the maker, oh, right? wow. Okay. Because yeah. that's so exciting. It adds it's, such a thrill to it. Yeah. And then gummy bears.
0: Yeah. You mm-hmm. put gummy bears in the popcorn. Yep. Where did that start? Why did that happen?
2: I don't even know how it exactly happened, but now it always happens it's like the thing you have popcorn it's where's the gummy it's
0: gonna be one of those weird traditions your kids are going to be adults and their kids are going to be scratching their heads yeah you know
2: just yep
0: yeah well okay good good well now we know all the things that you do here's what I want to find out okay I know that serving in children's ministry is uh it's like one of the greatest places to serve in the entire church I don't want to rank things, but it's up there, right, and I just think that this past Sunday together was such a great, great win for just our our church in general, but just the kids as well. I know one of my kids came home after the party, so take it into account. The kids performed and really kind of taught the meaning of Christmas to the rest of the church that morning, and then uh, during the Christmas party, they had so much fun, and so one of my kids came home, and when we got home, he's like, that was the best day of my life. So, <laughs> so that was a that. <laughs> great day, great day together as a church, from the song to all the activities for kids uh, on on Sunday night. So it was just awesome. It was awesome. Good work by you and your team. But uh, Kids Ministry is a great place to serve. Part of the reason is because kids are, their content producers. You know, like they they're always giving you something to talk about or share. So, what's like what's a funny story that you can share with us that has happened since you've become the City Point Kids team lead?
2: Well, I have to say there is something that is comical or heartwarming or okay. laugh out loud every Sunday. Yeah. There's kids are unpredictable, which is why I love kids ministry. Yeah, Because you're never bored. And I have to say, there are so many moments that have just blessed me or caused me to feel like this is the best area to serve in. Yeah. But one that really stands out to me is there was a little girl, six years old, first Sunday ever coming to City Point. Mm-hmm. And she's being walked over to the hub for her first moments in kids ministry, but we were on our way out the door to go over and witness the baptisms that we have Uh because kids ministry joins the main gathering to celebrate the baptisms. So I have this brand new little girl walking with me, has no idea where she's going, front row watching the baptisms and, and trying to talk to her to help her feel less of a shock. Yeah. And as she's watching these baptisms, she has no idea what is even going on. Right, And she looks over to me and says, what is even happening right now? And I said, well, these people, they really love Jesus. They've decided to love Jesus. And this is how they're showing everybody that that's the decision they've made. And without skipping a beat... She was so blessed and excited. She stands to her feet in a very quiet moment in the auditorium, cheering and yelling, congratulations, I'm so proud of you. And oh, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard. And the joy and the excitement and the all out, I don't care what's happening around me. I might be brand new, but I am going to celebrate these people. What a great day. Just that is why I love Kids Ministry. There was no holding back. Just sheer celebration and i love that
0: that is so so awesome it's so just the reactions are unparalleled they're priceless you know and and somebody the other night was 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 telling me because i i hosted the the game and they said man you're just you know you're you're quick on your feet up there and well i mean the only reason for that is because when you work with kids like you your mind has to be moving 10 times as fast as normal because you don't ever know what's what's going to happen and what you're going to have to do. So like you're coaching someone through what baptism is in the moment while it's taking place as they're so excited that things are happening. So it's, it's like I said, we're not ranking ministries here, but it's a great place to be.
2: But you know, even Jesus talked about having faith like a child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm there every Sunday trying to... Pour God's truth into these kids, right? Yeah. And I walk away learning something from them. Right. Because right. shouldn't we all have that kind of joy when we see that someone's proclaiming their love for Christ? Mm. I mean, shouldn't we all be standing to our feet and can't even contain how proud and excited we are for them? I mean, I yeah. learned so much from this little one who I hadn't even really met officially, right? right? Um, and that's just the sheer joy of being with kids.
0: Yeah. Well, so let me ask you this then, because we've kind of been going in this direction what's what's your favorite thing about serving in this role and I feel like I've caught some of that um, up to this point but what would you say is Mm,
2: I would say it's the kids and their families there's a really unique opportunity that I have Uh, parents are entrusting their most precious um, not possessions but their most precious children to me over there in the hub and Just having that special time with them and building a unique relationship with the families because of that has been such a blessing. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. And there is nothing that compares to seeing kids get excited about Jesus and serving him in whatever way that looks like. And I love hearing that kids are going home and saying, that was the best day of my life. Yeah. Because that day included learning about Jesus Mm -hmm. and fellowshipping with other believers and... That just blesses my heart.
0: Yeah. Also, there were there were massive candy apples involved too. That yes, that were a part of that whole thing. So what you said, a hundred percent, yes, absolutely. Well,
2: and we do have candy in kids ministry, so I do <laughs> know that does fuel a lot of the probably the energy and yeah. the excitement.
0: Yeah. Well, um, so one of one of the unique. Uh, situations about our current facility is that our kids' ministry takes place in, in a separate building and it's, in some ways, it, it's isolated from the rest of the church. Now, it's in- incredibly safe as far as, you know, the volunteers that work there. We're not, you know, we're not trying to say otherwise. Uh, but, but parents don't often get to get in and, and see and feel and hear what a gathering looks like. So, but I'm wondering, Cassie, is if you could share with parents, like, like what do you want them to know about City Point Kids? Like, what, what happens in the gatherings, what you're trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want them to know about that?
2: Well, I definitely want them to know that their kids are in a safe environment where they can learn and grow in the gospel, mm-hmm. make friends, and, of course, have a good time. Uh, The kids gathering is not just a fun place to be where they can... I mean, obviously, you've seen them outside. They Mm -hmm. like to play outside with the sidewalk truck and the basketball hoop and the jump roping. I mean, it's like a recess almost, right? right? Um, And then inside, you could see the loud foosball table and the very intense competitions that go on at that Uh, table. That table is very well-loved. Yes. Um, But there's also the content that we're teaching taking them through scripture. I mean, over the next three years, we'll go all the way through the Bible again. And wow. we just went all the way with Pastor Jordan taking the lead with that the last three years. Mm-hmm. And then me coming at the very end over these last six months, we took them all the way through scripture from Genesis to Revelation. And we're starting that journey again with even new Stories and content that they didn't hear before. Yeah. That's a great accomplishment that happens that in kids' ministry. That is
0: really cool. You know, my 8-year-old my Judah, we went on vacation in, in August, and we visited another church in Idaho. And he was really upset because, like, here, I think we had two weeks left in the <laughs> book of Revelation. And so he thought he was going to visit this church, and they were going to be right there going through Revelation. And he found out they were in Proverbs somewhere. And he was pretty upset when he c- came out of that ministry area. He was like, they're in Proverbs. What's wrong with these people? We're supposed to be in the book of Revelation. So it's, it's cool that it gets kids used to this rhythm and they have an expectancy as far as what's going to happen. I didn't mean to cut you off. You can.
2: Oh no. I mean, it is really great for me also because I like that we're covering stories that are often heard in scripture, but then it's also covering things that are less known to these mm-hmm. kids and helping them build a, um, Depth to their understanding of Scripture, right. which has been really exciting. And I have to say, we started over in Genesis at the beginning of September, and we have regular new memory verses. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've had four memory verses wow. since the beginning of September, and I have to say, almost every child knows them all. You wow. can ask them, ask them okay. at least something about it. They they have a we're tracking it, and yep. almost every child knows all four. That's awesome. Wow. Which. Hiding God's word in your heart is, I mean, that's yeah. what it's all about, yes. right? And that they can recall Vital. it and encourage Vital. each other in it. If I forget to go over the verses, that's something they remind me about. Excuse yeah. me, Miss Cassie, we need to do the verses. Yeah, absolutely. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And, and and I love what you're saying there because there's, there's ministry taking place. And this is one of the things that we, you may have noticed, and you may notice it now when you see publications, um, talking to our vast listening audience here is that we often say when we have an event take place we say we'll have food and we'll have ministry to children. Like we do not use the word childcare care because we have a strongly held belief that anytime children are in the building it's an opportunity to minister to them. So Sundays are absolutely no different and especially in the elementary area. Like you said we want parents to know their children are safe because when they Believe their kids are safe and they're going to be able to engage more fully in the gathering um, than they would be otherwise. We've probably all been into church gatherings where we just weren't quite sure. We visited a place and we didn't know whether our kids were in good hands and you just can't get settled. And so I'm, as a parent, I'm thankful that as I gather with City Point Church, I know my kids are going to be safe. They're going to be well taken care of. But beyond that, they're going to be taught the gospel. So this is not just... Sit down, we're going to watch a movie for an hour and a half, or, or we're going to do random coloring pages. Like There is a focus to this. There is a direction to this. So maybe let us know, what is, what's the vision of CityPoint Kids? I mean, do we have desired outcomes for these kids? What is it?
2: Well, as a whole church, CityPoint proudly says that mm-hmm. we go all out for kids and teens. Yes. And a big part of that would be what happens in CKM and City Point Kids Ministry. Um, We do go all out, which means that we are making that safe and fun environment, but we want to help facilitate the environment where kids learn and grow in the gospel. And then they're equipped so that they can take that gospel and their love for Jesus and that truth to others mm-hmm. right so what happens in CKM shouldn't stay in CKM it should be impacting playgrounds at yeah. schools or the homeschool co-op or home right mm-hmm. so um, I would say that the vision is that they're equipped with the knowledge of the gospel but also encouraged and supported to take it yeah. and share it
0: yeah and that is vital right? that's so so incredible and you've done a great job these past 6 months in really infusing uh just passion and creativity into that ministry and I know that as a parent with multiple children involved in that area I feel the effects and I see it church-wide obviously as a pastor on staff so I know that I'm not the only one I know you are too just excited for the future of this of this area of ministry um I have one last question for you okay are you ready
2: I think so. This
0: is this is off the cuff. This is what I do to Brent each and every single week. Okay, are you prepared?
2: Okay, I'm bracing myself a little okay. bit, but I'm ready. Okay,
0: I think you're prepared okay. because you and I recorded a video for the Jesse Tree devotional yeah. that was totally unscripted for the most part, and we did it in one shot. That, okay. You should have left impressive.
2: in our high five at the end. I was proud of that.
0: Uh, yeah, so I actually have an app called One Second a Day where I have... So it's like a video journal. But it's like one second of video each and every single day through your year. So that's my one second for that day is a high five. So uh-huh. I can know that's the day we did the perfect video.
2: Okay. Well, I rocked it with you on that. Okay. Is that what you're saying? So I should be able um, to yeah, take um, and, this and, question. And that was
0: a big accomplishment. I should have brought that up in my annual review that took place earlier this week. Of like, you know, we did this video in one shot. It was so impressive. Anyway. Okay. So now um, that you've
2: built this up, I hope I can answer it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think you can answer it. Here's the question. Does the Hart family open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day?
2: Well, I can answer that question. Okay, good, good. The answer is both. Both? Both. Wow. Yes. We have Christmas Eve with the grandparents. Okay. And there is a very generous grandfather. Yeah. So there is lots of presents. Yeah christmas eve and then christmas morning is our heart family christmas okay so if you're just talking me brandon and our children that would be christmas morning okay but there are christmas presents for both
0: okay fair enough yes fair enough that's that's pretty pretty standard Mm -hmm. and that was off the cuff and you answered it so i'm impressed
2: so do i have two points now
0: (laughs) i think you have two points the real question is is it worth a tiny trophy that we give out during staff meetings?
2: I think that should be communicated to Brent. I need to catch up.
0: Uh, I, yeah, you probably do need to catch up. I don't know if that's worth a tiny trophy, but mm. we'll have to we'll have to ask him when he rejoins the podcast.
2: Yeah, maybe the high five video. Bye, bye.